Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast episode. We are incredibly excited to have Dr. Kelly Tanner join us as our guest today. Dr. Tanner is a true pioneer in the dental industry with an impressive track record of leadership, innovation, and impact. Her expertise in dental care, leadership development, and coaching has helped countless individuals and teams in dentistry achieve their goals and reach new levels of success. As an accomplished practitioner, consultant, and educator, Dr. Tanner has received numerous accolades and awards for her contributions to the field of dental hygiene. She received the ADHA and Johnson & Johnson Award for Excellence in Dental Hygiene, and she has been recognized by Dentistry Today as a top consultant for three consecutive years. Additionally, she's been honored with the 2023 Denobi Award for her outstanding leadership and contributions to the field. Dr. Tanner's diverse background, which includes a doctoral education in business and leadership, has enabled her to bring unique perspective and skill set to her work. Her passion for empowering dental professionals to excel in their practice and elevate patient care is truly inspiring. We are thrilled to have her share her insights and experiences today. So without further ado, let's welcome Dr. Kelly, Kelly Tanner to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to today's Mint Door podcast episode. We are thrilled to have you join us as we explore two simple yet very powerful questions with our special guest, Dr. Kelly Tanner. Today, we will delve into the mind and experience of our guest as we talk to her and have her share her unique perspective on these two fundamental questions. Now, these questions aim to provide our listeners with valuable insights and guidance from someone who has achieved success and recognition in their industry. Whether you're just starting in your career or you're a seasoned member of the dental industry, we're sure Dr. Tanner's perspectives and advice will undoubtedly provide valuable insights and inspiration. Yeah, so please sit back and relax. Get ready to gain valuable perspective as we dive into these two simple but wonderful questions with Dr. Kelly Tanner. Dr. Tanner, welcome to the Mint Door Podcast. We're so happy Thank to have you. you here. It is an honor to be here with you all and just a part of this community. Thank you so much. Mm, yeah. Awesome. So our first question goes around the topic that we wear a mask a lot of the time as a professional, Tiki is a professional woman. And we wondered what insecurities have you hidden behind your professional mask? That's a big question. It <laughs> is, and it, I think it, it's a cord that runs through all of us, isn't it? Mm. And I think so many people, what I'm getting right, getting ready to share with you is something that we all experience. And it is the experience of not feeling like I know enough to mm-hmm. proceed on with what I want to do, not feeling, not having enough, that perfection, not, and get, and getting out of my own way. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that it has looking back, cause you don't always feel like that that's what you're going through at the time. You're like, what is stopping me? Why can I not go forward? What is this all about? Why am I creating these walls or boundaries for myself? But then in reflection, because that's, I think, where we learn the best and the most information is that reflection when we look back and say, what actually happened there is when I realized 
I thought that I had, that I didn't know enough. And it just seemed to thread through any major decision that I had ever made. But then I learned how to get out of my own way and taking in the next step. So mm-hmm. it's that. <laughs> just that. Just that, just that. Is, a, is a big thing. Just <laughs> that, that. that fear of failure, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I feel, as you were saying that, I feel that in myself. And so I know that that is, like you said, a common thread. Um, and probably in endemic upon all high achievers, but I'm curious, you know, you've, you've hidden that behind your mask. How, how has that shaped who you are and, and what you're about today? Well, I realized that, and, and this is something, an exercise that we, I think that we can all do and something that I, that I speak to and I teach to when I consult or do executive coaching with folks is that anything that we're afraid of, or we feel that we have failed at or or whatever, you know, fill in the blank for you, whatever it is that you're scared of. Mm -hmm. I try to remember the last time that I felt that I was a fail, that I failed at that. Not that I am a failure, but that I had failed at that. Mm -hmm. And then I think about what the real truth is. Because sometimes the the real truth and the truth we tell ourselves is so different mm. because it's it's not true that I wasn't ready. That maybe the truth was is that I needed to know a little bit more about one small thing. Mm. And so when we start to realize what the real truth is and the last time that we were s- successful in that is when it starts to reprogram our minds and form a new neural pathway in our mind to create a new truth for ourselves, which then creates and provokes a new behavior in that direction. So therefore, it becomes a new reality for you, which is this neuralistic programming that a lot of folks will talk about. So as an example, I know many of us, so I'm a, I'm an international speaker. I've been speaking for, I think, close to 30 years now. And in the beginning, I, I think all of us were scared to death to walk out in front of people. Some of that's healthy, right? But if I were to tell myself that now that I'm not ready for this, or I am not a good speaker, I'm not good enough for this event, I could go back to my mind to say, when was the last time that I felt that I wasn't good enough to speak? at an event. And so I would go back and say, okay, huh, when really was that? Was it a year ago? Sometimes it's from childhood that we don't even realize where we're reaching back to these limiting beliefs of ourselves and all of our pathways and these things, these agreements that we tell ourselves that we come into agreement with about ourselves. And reaching back into that, it's probably the one of the first times in speech class in my eight o'clock speech class at Old Dominion University where I was nervous. And then I'm thinking, is that really still true? Look how much you've grown, Kelly. Here are other examples of how you killed it on stage. And people said, you just crushed it. And so is that really true? So thinking about and focusing on those wins and how I got there and how I performed and feeling that emotion, which starts to, again, recreate a new reality for myself. Mm-hmm. So stepping into that fear and everything that we want in our lives is truly on the other side of fear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really true. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you for giving that example, because that was a question of mine was how do we, what questions do we ask to distinguish the truth we think is the truth versus what is the real truth? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, when was the last time that I thought that that was true about myself? Mm-hmm. And is that still true today? It could have been true last week, but you could have. So in dentistry, as we are learning technical skills of how to hold mirrors and drills and polishers and technology, all the things that we do, mm-hmm. you you had to learn, you had to grow. It's muscle memory. So anytime that we first held a mirror, it felt very different than the way that we hold it today. We were fearful of dropping it down someone's throat when we first held it or that we were pulling too far back. But we've learned since then how we how we maneuver through that, how we do it gently, how we're confident in that. So it's that practice. It's knowing and getting that immediate self-feedback of, oh, okay, that that is fine. The patient's saying it's fine. And knowing that that's no longer where I was and to be able, and in theory, that seems very easy to say, right? Just, oh, just step back and just know that that's not the truth anymore. Mm-hmm. But I think you really have to take a, a step back from it reflectively to say no now because of all these experiences and because what I know is true, that it's actually not that truth anymore for me. Mm-hmm. Isn't it the brain subconsciously overpowers almost like logically you can tell yourself, I did a good job. I did the best I could, but the, it's telling you another story that you can't even like, even start to consider what it is. And I'll give you an example of when you said this is what this is what made me think of. It was only in the last week that I re-listened to two speeches that I gave two years ago. And the first one I knew that I'd done good, I thought it was really good. And the second one, I was like, yeah, it didn't feel as good to me. So I told myself it wasn't a success and I didn't want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I made myself sit and listen to it this last in the last week. And it wasn't bad. It was actually pretty good. And I'm proud of it now. And I was like thinking, I don't even I don't even know whether I should save this to my computer. I'm going to like just not even bother saving this recording because I didn't like it. And I was like, no, listen to it. And I saved it to my computer and I kept it. Oh, but that's so good. That, your brain, like as you're saying, it's like so powerful. But learning, how do you learn to control it? Mm. Right. And Karen, this is a, I could talk about this for almost three hours. It, it, our subconscious bias and our logical brain, that, that thing that goes on fight or flight, it, it takes control over what, over what we think that we know because it's there to protect us. That's, that's why it's there in the first place to, for protection. And so it's trying to protect us from experiencing any kind of bad experience. You know, the speaking, listening back to yourself, it's, uh, I don't really want to take action on that. So whatever you think you can or you can't, like Henry Ford said, you're exactly right. And so that's why with meditation, through reflective journaling, all daily practices that I, that I do with diligence, it helps me understand and step into that truth and to be mindful when I'm being triggered, when I'm having a negative thought to say, is this true? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, what can I, what can I do about this? You know, it's, it's, I think sometimes too, again, we can have a whole other podcast on this. It's not, we get so hung up in the how we are going to do something that it's really our job to figure out what it is. 
that I'm going to go on stage and I'm going to speak. And then as I, as I go through it, I'm going to figure this out because I've already done the work to prepare me. Mm -hmm. And then through this, you have to go through it to get to it. Mm -hmm. You have to go through it to even improve. So it's a necessary part of that process. I love that. And if you think back to, you know, previous times, previous experiences, you, you got through, you did that. That's what got you to where you are. So if you want to get to where you're going, you have to get through this one too, right? Yes. It's this whole protective nature of our brain. It tries to protect us from failing, but really what we need to learn sometimes is failure. So we're caught in between of these two limiting beliefs of ourselves. It's like the ego and, you know, and really what the reality is with the emotion of it. And so we truly have to step into that fear and know that failure is a strong possibility, but in that you know what you've given yourself is you you've given yourself the ability to show up for what you thought was the right thing to do because if you if you never go forward if you never push forward and step into it you're not really serving in your gifts you're mm-hmm. always held back mm-hmm. and that is one of the biggest mistakes that we make is not stepping into and through onto the other side to truly to truly deliver on what our giftings are because if i never would have taken that second or third or 20th or 1000th chance at speaking, recording for the first time, knowing and thinking I looked silly, I would have never have gotten better and be where I am today and deliver the message that really others needed to hear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Giving your gifts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, thank you for sharing that perspective. I I am going to remember that. And um, I know that you love talking about how technology can connect others through um, emotional intelligence. And so can you tell us a little bit about how that became a passion of yours and what that all means? Oh my gosh. Yes. Thank you for the question. Well, relationships in life is all about connection isn't it? It's about relationships. And in dentistry, we are so fast paced some days or sometimes for us, it's every day that sometimes we miss the connection. And it's important to be intentional with the connection. And, you know, again, a a whole different segment about what connection is to me. And, but to answer your question, technology for sure helps us connect with the patient. Because if you think about just the ability to have 3D scanning available to us. If a picture is worth a thousand words, think about what a scan can be. It's video, it's it's time-lapse simulation. It's a It can be a record of hope for the individual so they can see where they can go to and get to how we can help them. And it's a different experience because now with technology, we can actually hear the patient's thoughts. We can hear them say for the first time, time, things that they wouldn't have known how to verbalize to us. And it's, oh, oh, I never know that before. I know you said that, but I now I can see it for myself. Mm-hmm. So through that connection with technology, no matter if it's through AI, through radiographs, uh, CBCT scanning, digital photos, um, all the things, right? All the things are up and coming. It is an opportunity for us to communicate with the patient. Mm-hmm because they can't make decisions on things that they don't know about. Mm. And so when we're communicating in a way that's worth a thousand words, that's worth a million words if it's video, then it gives the patient the opportunity to take action 
and to have that autonomy to understand what's next for them. Mm. And so with that, it leads into the connection, the patient, the team connection. And then with the emotional intelligence, again, it's relating to that patient with empathy, reading the room. There's different quadrants of, with emotional intelligence that you can, we can all develop in those areas to improve all of us mm. and to strengthen that connection with each other, with our patients, with our partners, with our children, mm. with our neighbors. It's a ripple effect. Mm. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's, you know, ultimately I, you know, if you drill down to why most people go into the healing arts, it's for that connection. Mm-hmm. To improve lives. Yep. And health. Yes, absolutely. And so if you're missing it, you know, what other, what other opportunities are available for us to connect at a higher level that are able to not just improve dental outcomes, but improve quality of life, total mm-hmm. overall quality of life, health improvement throughout many more years about what's important for that patient. Thank you for sharing that. That's amazing. I think it's something that a lot of people won't even have thought about. Mm -mm. And that's something that Laura and I, we have a passion for is like sharing people like you, because I think when you're in dental practice day and day out, like we've said, we're busy, it's nonstop you kind of got blinkers on that you don't see what else is out there. You don't have time to listen to, you know, go to long in-depth meetings on various different things, but picking up an idea like that, maybe somebody's hearing it here for the first time. Um, it's, it's really intriguing. It's really intriguing. I think that's the exciting thing is that we get to share incredible people like you with our audience. Oh, so thank you. Along. Along those lines, like we know that you have something that you can offer our audience um, if they're listening today, something that they could like maybe start that process. Oh, yes. Thank you for the question. Mm-hmm. Um, if you all wanted to reach out to me on Next Level DH on Instagram, I'm there also on Facebook as well. I also offer consulting, um, executive coaching one-on-one in groups. You can find me on uh, drkellytanner.com. And I also have a, a set of courses. It's the the leadership essentials for dental professionals, which is found on nextleveldentalhygiene.com. And that's for the whole team. I mean, this isn't, it's not agnostic to dental teams. It's about finding your true north, why emotional intelligence in dentistry matters, why it matters to your patient, why it matters to you. And there's other courses on there as well about how to overcome conflict in a dental practice and just in your life. I mean, these are some leadership essentials. So uh, go check them out. I would love to be a resource to you. And then also too, on my website, nextleveldentalhygiene.com, there's a sample emotional intelligence um, report that you can download that if you were to order an emotional intelligence assessment through me, it kind of gives you an example of what it would report out for you, what information it was it would provide to you. So you can even coach yourself and learn where you are on that, on that grid to know where you need to grow. Mm, that's fantastic. Uh, so many phenomenal resources and um, we will make sure and put all those links in the show notes. So if you're you're driving, don't worry. You don't have to pull over and write all this down. We'll, we'll have it in the show notes for you. But um, I I just hope that um, if if you're interested in this, if you're interested in building those connections, um, reach out to Dr. Tanner. She's a wealth of knowledge and um, a beautiful soul that is sharing her gifts with the world. 
So thank you, Dr. Tanner, for being with us on the podcast today. We appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to hang with us and uh, elevate our lives in the world. It's an honor. Thank you, Karen and Laura. I really appreciate the opportunity. Fantastic. Thank you. Yes. And we hope you uh, found some encouragement with our podcast today. Know that we adore you, our listeners, and we hope to see you on the next episode of the Mentor Podcast. Bye. Bye.